Welcome back to She Can Talk the Podcast. I am your host, Colleen, aka Gongly MC on Instagram. If you want to find out what I'm going to be doing musically, what I dropped recently, if you're trying to book me for a show, go on over there to Gongly MC. Or if you want to see what I've been eating lately, what sources I've been reviewing, or where I've been going, because I did travel recently, you can go over to Clean Eat Wings and check that out. Or if you already know, I'm always looking for new music, always looking for new artists, because, you know, my new thing is curation is key. So you can go over to Doe Records, D-O-E underscore records, or just go over to the website for all three. You can go to doerecords.com and check us out, you know, submit your music for consideration and all that good stuff. Hey, welcome back, y'all. First of all, many apologies, but as you can see, my as you can see, I'm just getting my voice back. I don't know. I still think I sound like a man. But um, you guys tell me. I don't know. I didn't want to wait any further. I did not want to be without speaking to you guys. So I said, you know what? I'm going to wake up early. I'm going to get out here and show a little love before the Labor Day weekend kicks off. Um, It's been a minute, but we have some things that has happened. And I want to touch base with you guys and, you know, say hey. So hey. And guess what, guys? We are coming on a year. It's going to be a year for She Can Talk, the podcast, real soon. Um, I do plan on doing some celebrations for it. I might mess around and pull up my DJ equipment because I have been DJing. Ow. Now, listen, I'm not going to um take anything away from the real DJs out there. Respect to the DJ. I am not a DJ. But, you know, I like to piddle around. I got a little Hercules um joint with some Serratos. And I have fun. That's like a stress reliever for me. So, who knows? I might do a celebration anniversary episode next month for the one year anniversary she can talk and I might be my own DJ if I cannot get a DJ to um get involved but we'll see what's going on with that but for right now we're going to get into some new stuff this episode as you can see from the titles called the celebration of mediocrity right and um people are like well what the hell is that well if you don't know mediocre basically means average regular things right so you'll say to yourself well um how does that fit into mediocrity so based on the webster oxford dictionary mediocrity is a dominant class of consistent of mediocre people or a system in which mediocrity is rewarded a mediocrity of successful careerists and yes men basically people that celebrate just happy to be a part, happy to be in, even if it's just mundane and mediocre or as in, you know, new tan, new slang, basic, you know, so people just celebrate being basic, right? So, um, the reason why I picked that for my title this week for this topic, I should say, is, um, we all know it's been a lot of things in the media day to day that people just get their panties in a bunch over. For example, a few weeks back, we had the Olympics and um, Shikari Richardson could not play because of a weed test that she failed or a drug test she failed because of marijuana. And everyone was like, oh, let her run, let her run. She's the fastest woman in the world, let her run. Shout out to Shikari Richards because she did break records, you know, prior to the Olympics. Then um, when everything happened and everyone was like, well, no, it is what it is. She smoked weed. She failed the drug test. She knew the rules, so she cannot participate in the Olympics. Everyone went into an uproar. Oh, just holding us back because we're black people, blah, 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 right? Then... The Jamaican women, shout out to my people, them coming, come from Yard, you already know that. So the Jamaicans, the ladies killed it at the Olympics, you know, first, second, and third, one, two, three, that's like their 
their viral hashtag. Like that's how they're known now. One, two, and three. So shout out to Elaine. Shout out to um, Fast Elaine because I follow on Instagram. She's like number one. But shout out to all the ladies out in Jamaica that, you know, are doing their thing and killing it. All that to say is they came and blew away not only Shikari Richardson's, um, you know, record, but they blew away Flojo's record. Flojo is known for, you know, being the fastest woman on earth, breaking records in the Olympics time and time again. And they also tried to accuse her of taking drugs because they said her hair was long and her nails were long. But uh, what they don't know about black women is they wear weave and fake nails, you know. And I guess back in those days, it wasn't as common, I guess, for other women of other colors and races to wear long acrylic nails like black women did, I guess. I don't know. So it was like, oh, she, see, she's on steroids because she has long nails. They tried to... um use those same stereotypes to further defame Shikari Richardson. Oh, her hair is long. She's very muscular. Her nails are long and strong. It's steroids. Uh, bitch, it's a weave. It's acrylic. And um, it's exercise and being in shape. Something a lot of America doesn't do, right? Or the world for that matter, right? But anyway, so um, all I have to say is, were we celebrating greatness or were we celebrating mediocrity? And the reason why I question that is because look what happened when she was faced or she was put up against directly against, you know, the ladies from Jamaica following the Olympics. You know, she didn't go. So it, we do have the argument to say, well, maybe she didn't, you know, practice and wasn't continually exercising and, you know, doing her, you know, her workouts while the other ladies were at the Olympics. Maybe so. But why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you stay ready so you, you know, you don't have to get ready, right? So now here we come to this next race in Oregon, and um, she got blown away. Not only did she get blown away by first, second, and third, because I would have accepted if she would have at least came in fourth, right? To be like, hey, look, these girls were at the Olympics, but I'm still busting ass. I'm fourth, right? But she came in ninth, ninth. So that made me question, and I'm pretty sure a lot of, you know, America and the world at large that were just in awe of her, weeks prior say hey wait a minute is this greatness or was this mediocrity were we just happy to see a black woman breaking a record so we said you know what we're gonna go for it and celebrate her put her on the pedestal or is it in fact that she deserved to be there so that's why i started to kind of look at everything around me and say you know it's a lot of celebration of mediocrity that goes on but um I don't want to stand on a soapbox today and be like, oh, this is basic. That's basic. You're mediocre. You're okay. You're not, you know, because we all know the times that we live in. If you actually give your opinion, you're not going to be viewed as a person with a logical opinion. Instead, you will be referred to as a hater. We all know this right now. Right. And it's so crazy because that's the thing I miss about, um, I'm just going to say pre-social media times was you can have a healthy conversation, a healthy debate amongst friends or your peers or what have you. And everyone can voice their opinions, even if it gets heated, even if it gets heightened and gets animated. People are passionate about their opinions and they're able to voice it. And you know how a lot of those conversations would end back in the days? Okay, well, you know what? We agree to disagree. And that basically means, you know, because I don't feel that I feel like that's a rare statement you hear nowadays. But it basically means, hey, we agree that we don't agree with each other and it's OK. We agree that we have different opinions about the same sub, you know, subject and it's OK. But nowadays it's like you agree or no. 
if you don't agree, you're a hater, you know, and it trickles down into everything. It trickles down into politics. It trickles down into sports, as we can see. It trickles down into music, into fashion, into just a, just everyday life, you know, and that's when I believe, that's why I feel the celebration of mediocrity is at an all-time high, because there's no one challenging nothing anymore, you know? It's like, um, back in the days, what I appreciate about my circle of friends that was around me musically was we used to always say, still sharpen steel. So we would say, hey, you know, um, you could have came hard on that verse, Ganga. That verse was dope, but um, I know how you are. I know how you can spit. I know what you're capable of. You can come harder. And vice versa. I would say, you know, that was dope, but it really didn't, you know, go off the cliff. Like, how we trying to get there? So, go again. And give each other that healthy feedback. No one was fighting after that. No one was, like, bitching and moaning and throwing shit across the room. We would be like, all right, damn. The truth hurts. We all know that. So, sometimes we'd be like, ah, oh, fuck. I put all my, you know, I ain't gonna lie. Me especially, I was a tempted, uh, temper tantrum thrower. So I would be like, man, fuck that. My verse is dope. And, you know, I'm going to stick beside it type of shit. Then after a while, I'll be like, you know what? They, they're right. You know, get a little time to think about it. Listen to it again. And I'm like, nah, I could do better. And I would execute a better verse. And in the end, I would be like, yo, so happy that you guys challenged me to do better and knew within that, you know, I could do better. Because look, now we got a hot ass, you know, project or completion of a song, whatever it is, right? Nowadays, you don't really have a lot of people around you to say, and I'm not talking about me personally, because I keep my circle tight, and I will say, shout out to Colossal. I call him Ike Turner sometimes, like, he does everything but beat me, <laughs> okay? We're not violent, but he will um give his 100% opinion of it. And I'm going to, I'm going to quote Trey King from YouTube, one of the YouTube bloggers that I like to watch, but he'll be like, I'm going to give my opinion, surely all of it as we go. And I would like to say like, that's how Colossal is. He'll give you all of his opinion. You know, like I'll do a song. I'll be in there like, oh my God, banging it, banging it. I'm turning it up. Every time I start it over, like playing it louder and dude would not be moving his head. He would not even flinch. Then I'd be like, what's wrong? What are you thinking about? You don't like it? And he'd be like, it's all right, but I mean. You could do better, you know, and at first, you know, when you, when you get that type of feedback, you know, it hurts. So you'll be like, what the fuck are you talking about? I could do better. But like I said, I'll sit there and I'll be like, you know, he's right. I'll think about it. And now there's been some cases where I'll just stick beside a song and I'm like, I like it. I don't care. I'm going to take the risk of putting it out or I'm going to take the risk of putting it on the project because I like it. And those sometimes tend to be my sleepers where it's like that's God's way of also saying don't doubt your intuition and don't doubt the skill that I gave you within you to know what you're capable of doing, right? So um, we definitely got to challenge ourselves to be better at all times. But I also feel we have to challenge our peers and vice versa. Our peers have to challenge us to be better at all times. If not, we're going to always be in a never-ending cycle of mediocrity, of basic shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, people will complain about the music is not good right now that's being put out. I personally feel like music is at a creative high, me personally. So I'm not one of those people that feel like music is lacking. I feel like if you're, if you're willing to listen, you know, and listen with an open ear, you can find some good music out there from some good artists, you know, that are making 
waves you know what i'm saying and i feel like me personally as an artist listening to great music and listening to other people other creatives do their thing motivates me and inspire me to step my shit up to the next level if that makes any sense right so which brings me to um me hey i got some music that i dropped obvious and um i know you're like well why would you put your song in a show called the celebration of mediocrity that's just the thing i don't think um i don't like mediocre shit at all and sometimes i know when you're different some people won't like you just because of that and i'm not talking about physically me i'm talking about my creativeness me as an artist like my my you know product that i produce and put out there for the masses to consume i know sometimes it kind of goes left or right or even overhead or two and that's fine because I always make my music before, like, if anyone who knows me who recorded with me know, when I go in the booth, I say a prayer right before I kick verses on a mic. And some people are like, you know, but you use profanity at times. You'll be talking about being violent at times. But you pray before you get on the mic. Yeah, because God is with me in everything I do. Don't you think people, the soldiers, pray before they go to war? You know what I'm saying? Don't you think that... um People pray before they eat, pray before they go to bed, pray when they wake up, pray before you do anything if you want to give thanks for the ability to be able to do it, right? So yeah, I definitely pray before I get on the mic and, and kick my verses because I always say, you know, I thank you, Father God, for giving me the strength and the ability to do what I do, what you bless me to do. But in addition to that, Father God, I thank you for the ability to not be basic and regular. And even if it's different, I thank you for the ability to be different because it's needed out here in the world of everything is the same, you know? So, um, yeah, like back in the days when dreads weren't popular, I grew dreads because I was paying homage to my father, who's a Rastafarian and paying homage to my homegirl, Wubby, God bless the dead, who was a Rastafarian as well. And these people were intricate in teaching me self-awareness, self-love, black love, black pride, holistic healing, East eastern medicine not western medicine and eastern way of dieting and living you know so my black heritage and my black culture so to pay homage to them i grew dreads and became you know took a, a, a more natural approach to the way i live you know now am i still 100 percent, you know spiritual i will say i am spiritual and i tell you every day i try you know more to be like a minimalist more to be more focused on you know, the, the real things that matter versus material things that matter. We're all human. So I would lie to you if I said it and shop and buy things like the next person, but within reason, because now I'm looking at what do I really need versus what I want. Right. So that's how I'm approaching my music as well. What do I really want to say versus what I think that people want me to say, or what I think would, you know, go up the charts on the billboard charts or whatever. Right. So I had come to the conclusion recently that I'm not going to do things that I don't feel comfortable with anymore. Music, anything, you know what I'm saying? Like people will invite you out and be like, hey, come over years ago. I'd be like, ah, you know, I really don't want to go, but I'm going to go because they invited me and I don't want to make it, you know, look bad or I don't want to look, you know, make them feel bad for not going. And then I would go and have a shitty ass time, you know, be around people that I realized I didn't like, you know, forced to eat food that I don't eat. You know what I'm saying? Doing things that make me uncomfortable. And why am I making myself uncomfortable? For people that will not make themselves uncomfortable for me. You know? So, 
to me, I feel like that's another part of celebrating mediocrity. When you know you're supposed to be great, when you know you're supposed to be elevated and challenge yourself to the maximum of your capability, but instead you want to hang around people that don't do what you do, people that take you off your square, people that take you off your focus, just to say you have friends or just to say you're cool and you're popular, right? We all have done it. I'm guilty of it. But um, as I get older, I just realize that's the biggest part of, you know, being a part of the Yes Men crew or as Kwame Brown, shout out to Kwame Brown, would say the go along, get along gang or being a part of just that mediocrity of life, you know what I'm saying, and celebrating it, you know. I've heard, I don't want to critique anyone's albums, but I, because, you know, I'm an artist and I'm sensitive about my shit and people tell me, tell me directly to my face, you know, I don't like your stuff and that's fine. You know, some people be like, Oh my God, I love it. I, you know, wow. How, how do you come up with this? And I appreciate that. Cause I, like I said, at the beginning of this episode, I make music for people that it's supposed to be for, you know, this song may not be for you today, but the song I make tomorrow might be the one that hits you and hits home for you, you know? So I have faith that I'm going to continue doing and wielding the skill that God has blessed me with. And the message will get to the people. You know, and it will get to the right people eventually. Whoever needs to hear what I have to say will get the message. If it's not through the podcast, it will be through the music for sure, right? <clears throat> so this time around, I said, I'm going to really go in deep and really try to tap into what um I want to say, you know, because sometimes you can say, you, you know, you want to say things and it'll come off wrong or come off abrasive, or it comes off inconsiderate, or non-epithetic to people, right? And then you look like an evil villain, or my new word, a heel, <laughs> to everyone else. And it's like, yo, my my, I had the best intentions when I tried to say what I was saying, but definitely it came out wrong. Or vice versa, sometimes somebody, somebody might say something to you that hurts you, and you figure the only way to, you know, make this even is to retaliate with harsher words or say something out of context that you know is going to be offensive to them or hurt feelings, right? But um, that's just going into that rabbit hole of basicness, basic living, you know, accepting bullshit and trying to big it up. Another thing to me that I've seen um, lately is, because you know me, I'm not even going to lie to you, I do also watch um, different YouTubers, different, I listen to different podcasters, just because, you know, current events. I feel like right now you get the current events plus a little real opinions or some insight to other stuff that, you know, the news aren't, isn't telling you in some cases with certain things. So I started to like stay abreast of podcasts and different um, bloggers and just different people doing different things on YouTube, et cetera, right? Because I too am part of that world, right? So um, I love seeing, there's this one girl, her name is Christy Gior. Shout out to Chrissy Gior and her family. She, her and her husband adopted like five kids and she has basically the most immaculate house and she takes very good care of her kids. What made me start watching her show, which is probably if you're familiar with her, then you know, automatically like her kids are black. She's white. And I think her husband is Filipino and maybe Italian or Filipino. So she has a very mixed family, very diverse household. But imagine being a white woman having to comb some 4C hair 
You know, like my mama, my black mama ain't want to comb <laughs> my hair at times, right? So, um, and she does a great job. She doesn't have them looking crazy. She doesn't, you know, have them looking unkept. They look very well taken care of, right? And so as you're watching one show, it spills into another show, spills into another show. You see all these different bloggers. I've seen this one lady. I don't remember her name, but I did not like the way she was taking care of kids. So I quickly exited her sh- her channel because I was like, oh, my God, the house looks dirty. You're feeding them on, you know, unhealthy meals. Just stop adopting these damn kids. You got like 10 already, like, you know, but I digress. I'm not here to give opinions on that. But um, you do. I do like the fact that, you know, people let you in. A little bit. And I think that's what I do too with my podcast is let you in a little bit to show you that um, life is hard, you know, trying to go about this day to day and taking care of your family. So I give kudos to anyone that's out there that's like making a home, making their family, making their house a home for their family. That's what I meant to say. And doing it to the best of their ability, you know, because some some households might have five kids or more. Some households like mine have no kids, but we have, you know, two adults, a dog who depends on us like a child. And, um, we do music and we try to, you know, live life as well. Um, you know, everyone's family dynamic is different, but to keep your family going is hard work. So shout out to everyone that's out there doing their best, you know, and shout out to the women in particular on YouTube that are opening up and letting us in to their lives a little bit, you know? Um, but that goes without saying that there is some controversy and contradictions out there, you know, because I saw a meme the other day that said, you're always going to be the asshole in somebody's book, you know? So regardless of how many people like you and how many people think you're cool and loving, you're always going to be that bitch or that asshole in at least one person's book, right? So... With that being said, that's why I'm segregating into this, which is like a fill is another celebration of mediocrity to me, regardless of um the family. And I know you're going to be like, you just gave a whole big up to family and now you're going down a contradictory rabbit hole. But here we go. Slide down with me. Why don't you? I saw um a YouTube blogger who I actually indirectly know off of social media. Now, when I say I know them indirectly, it's like, you know, we've interacted on the not so nice levels, meaning that this blogger is an asshole in my book. And I too know that I am equally an asshole in this blogger's book. And it's okay. I'm fine with that. But, um, something enlightening happened when I watched their videos. It let me know that, um, regardless of how much positivity we all try to put out there and how much we always try to look at someone else's life and think that they're good and they're great and, oh, man, I wish I could be them. Like, they just chilling. How did they get so lucky? And I didn't. How do I, why do I have to work so hard and they don't type of thing, right? And in reality, their life's a bag of rocks. (laughs) And, I mean, don't get me wrong. They live really nice, you know, everything, great, great, you know, None of that is, you know, um, on the surface level, bad at all. It looks great. But the pain that I saw in this blogger's eyes, the pain I heard when I heard this woman speak was interesting to me. It was interesting because I've interacted with this person, like I said, on a not so nice level, on a very interesting situation, which she touched a little bit on her blog. But, um... You weren't a nice person in my book. And um, 
you wanted so hard to prove to me, little me, that how much better than me you are and how much more meaningful, I guess, your life is. I remember one time they said to me, and I guess because of race, because I'm black and they're not, we'll leave it at that. They said to me, and I was young, I was probably like 19, you know, so you know, you're a 19 year old kid, you don't know, but shit sticks with you when you're a 19 year old versus when you're like, you know, over 40 or whatever. But, um, yeah, I was like, oh, all you black girls are nothing but prostitutes and hoes. Go back to your pimp, <laughs> you know? And so I thought that was um very funny and ironic that this person was like, women, we should have each other's back and support, you know, each other. The Me Too movement or something to that effect. I thought that was really funny because I think it should be all women of all colors and all races that should stick together. And we should always never victimize each other or put blame on each other, you know, because things happen and life gets hard for us. Maybe not today, maybe tomorrow, maybe tables can turn. Like maybe I'm truly happy and you're not. Things can always turn around, you know. So that's why I say... um it's not good to celebrate the mediocrity, even your own, you know what I'm saying? And that's something that I've always had a hard time doing for myself. That's probably why, like, um, a lot of people in the years that have met me, like, a couple of people will say to me, like, you know, you're never impressed with anything you do. You do so much stuff, and you just move on to the next like it's nothing. Like, you're never impressed with what you do. And I'm saying to myself, because if I become impressed with what I do, then I'm going to, you know, fall into being more mediocre and basic. And then mediocre things will be big to me. And I'll be celebrating bullshit like the rest of these people in the world, you know, like that blogger included. Like, don't get me wrong, you know, having a family is great, you know, having the love of, you know, your significant other, your parents, all that is great. And I don't down, down anyone that highlights that in their family, you know, but, um, don't do it at the expense of someone else. It's like, when, what I say about that is like, don't say, Hey, look how happy I am. And you're not, you're poor because you don't know how things will change in the end or what that poor person might be doing 20 years later. They might not be so poor anymore. You know, you know, is this the celebration of mediocrity because when you celebrate it too long, You'll start to have that pain in your face and that look in your eye, like I seen earlier today. I mean, it the videos motivating me so much that I was like, you know, I've been really putting off, you know, putting together this whole episode for a minute because I wanted to a wait for my song to drop because I felt like my song was very relative to the topic, but then also I just really wanted to add some things to it, like you know, Shakari Richardson kind of fell in my lap with the whole she was the fastest runner. She was celebrated and then immediately dropped off the pedestal when she came in ninth, you know, because you got to show and prove, right? And then that brings me back around to keeping up with basic things. When you try so hard to keep up with basic things, it will consume you and swallow you. Next thing you know, you'll look up and you'll lose yourself in the process. Then you'll be like, you know, 50 years old, like, I, I want to do me and do my life because I dedicated everything to making sure everyone else was happy. You know, celebration of mediocrity. Also, um, just being a yes man. You can be in your marriage. You can be in your business relationship. You can be in your 
family, familial relationships with like your brothers, your sisters, your mother, your father, etc., and be the yes man. You know, you could be the person, I don't want to start an argument, so I'm just going to say yes. You know, I don't want to ruffle feathers and I don't want the kids to be upset, so I'm just going to stick it out. You know, like we could just hurt ourselves in the process, you know, and in the end, we don't end up, we end up not challenging ourselves and we end up losing ourselves in the process. So, um, I made a vow to myself recently, like no more basic shit, no more mediocre stuff, you know, live every day to the fullest, be happy. And, um, y'all just like kind of enjoy everything, you know, and challenge myself to go beyond the norms, you know? So with that being said, um, I'm very excited about the music that we'll be putting out over the next, um, couple of months here because I really took a step back. Like I literally did a 180 within the project that I was working on. I know like I even did interviews earlier this year talking about my three installments that I was going to put out. And I mean, they're halfway done. Not my, they're more like 90% done and they will come out. But, um, I had to put that to the side because those were more like concept songs and more like, I want to rhyme about, you know, you know, topics that weren't really real to me, but were maybe, you know, could be fun, could be, you know, inspiring to others. But I said, you know, after the year we all had and still having going into the second year, after the pandemic, after quarantining, after uncertainties with the election and just the way the world is, even down to weather, uncertainty with the weather and climate change right now, I think that, you know, it's a little bit selfish to just rhyme about, you know, battling who I'm better than and and let's take it a deeper level. And not a level of um oh, I'm going to step on the soapbox and tell you how better than you I am and what you should be doing to make yourself better. No. But it's more so like an observation of myself. Like how did I become the Colleen that I am today? Who is Gongoli the rapper? And why? Do I feel that I should be rapping? You know, so I'm addressing those things within myself. Not for all of you, but I'm happy to share it with you. But I'm not doing it for you. I'm doing it for me because I'm challenging myself beyond the mediocrity, beyond the mediocre norms, beyond the basic expectations that are put on us and that we easily oblige with or uh, abide by just to fit in and to be accepted. I, I'm here to tell you right now in this episode here, on this here day, I don't give a fuck if I'm accepted or not going forward because I'm not doing this for that. I'm doing this to accept myself and to be a better me, you know, and along the way, like there's a lot of questions that I had to have answered and I was like seeking and seeking out there in the world. I noticed that now since I'm becoming, I'm, I'm becoming more one with myself, becoming more peaceful and at peace with myself, at peace with the decisions that I made for myself and the life that I'm living, and happy with it, I'm noticing that God is answering all those other questions for me, from the basic to the non, you know, to the mythical that I just never thought I could even figure out. He's answering all of them. And when I'm talking about all of them, I mean all of them, from like basic, stupid, dumb stuff, like why did this person never like me, to like, oh, now I understand how to go about and get this um, real estate. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like the way I want to get it. Just different things that from the from the minute to the, you know, life changing. 
I feel like God is giving me all the answers right now because I am moving away from the cloud of confusion, the, um, the cloud of basicness, you know, where you're kind of like so surrounded and so muddled up. You cannot see in front of you physically and mentally in front of you because you're just occupying yourself with bullshit that doesn't matter. Right. So I challenge you all to join me on this journey. Join me on this journey. It's a little rambling episode. I know you're like, where the fuck are we going with this Colleen? But, um, we are, it is a, it is a means to an end. So follow with me guys, stick along with me. Just basically what I'm trying to tell you all is, um, don't be basic. Okay. Don't celebrate the basic shit. Like, you know, our mothers and our forefathers and even things we've been through, like some of us, like, for example, you know, I always talk about my parents. Yes. But I never tell you that my dad is my stepdad. He's not my real father. I didn't grow up with him. And, um, you know, the word on the curb is that he had like a drug addiction back in the days. You know, he was like a drug dealer turned crackhead because you know how that shit was in the eighties and um, it was rough, you know, so we didn't grow up with him. And before my mom met my stepdad, it was just us, you know, me and my brother, my mom and my great grandmother, you know, yeah, we had free cheese, food stamps. We didn't have section eight, but we might as well had it, you know what I'm saying? Cause we was in the hood and we was, you know, doing our thing to survive as any other black family in those circumstances we're doing in the eighties, the nineties, et cetera. Right. But, um, I don't think that's going to make me, you know, because of how I grew up, except, you know, like for example, I can't accept, you know, drug addiction, addiction, because it impacted my family in my family dynamics early out. So no, I can't accept like, oh yeah, I'm going to do cocaine and I'm going to just hit a little crack or to pop some pills. No, I can't accept that because that can hurt families and mess up family dynamics. On the flip side of it, I'm not going to accept, uh, you know, a guy with any lameness to him or, oh, you know, you're cheating on me, but I want to keep my family together because I didn't have a dad growing up and I want my dog to have that. Or I want my kids to have that. I can't accept it. You know what I'm saying? So I'm challenging myself to become familiar with the things I can accept and the things that I cannot accept and the strength to know the difference and the ability to write about it and share it with you all, as well as the ability to articulate it on these episodes with you all, you know? So obvious, which is going to bring me up to my song, Obvious. By now, it's been it released on August 20th, so if you haven't heard Obvious, definitely go on over to Gongoli MC. Um, the link is in the bio for Deezer, Tidal, Spotify, Apple Music, wherever. You can go to YouTube and type in Gongoli Obvious. It'll come up. That's the new single. Shout out to Anthony Beats out of um, France who, who did a production for that. Shout out to, you know, Antho, you know, I call him Antho Beats for short, but shout out to Anthony Beats. That's my guy. Shout out to Colossal, you know, TV, Colossal Beats, because that's my guy on mixing, mastering, and doing everything else that we do for marketing. And we do records, you know, we're doing our thing. But um, obvious, um, let me tell you about obvious. So I'm not going to go and break down the lyric for lyric, but um, it's kind of like a, pre- a follow-up to Follow Me Now. And Follow Me Now, I talk about, you know, living in the Bronx, you know, living with my um, grandmother and my brother and my mom. And, you know, we didn't have everything. We didn't have the opportunities, but what we had was each other. And I made the best out of it to now where I'm today. 
So it's still like a, a um, piggyback off of that or a continuation off of that. Like humble beginnings early out in the Bronx. I knew it would be a fight just to get what I want. But at the same time, now I'm being aware of things that I did to hurt myself along the way. And some things that I did to um, defeat, you know, to help myself become defeated by others along the way. Like dumbing myself down, you know, celebrating mediocre shit to fit in, you know, um, and just realizing that even if, you know, you do that, that the the odds are not going to be in your favor and people are going to actually lose more respect for you for being like that versus being yourself and really living in your truth, you know? So that's what obvious is about. And then also like, um, just like with this episode, I'm up dumb early recording this for you guys. I don't sleep. I sleep, but I don't because I feel like I got to get to work. I got to, and you know, I got to do like, I'm, I'm missing something. I need to be doing something. You know, it's so cool, you know, to be able to say, you know what? I wake up, I go to work, come home, cook dinner for my family, go to sleep. That's so cool. I wish I could live that life. I really wish I could, but I honestly cannot, you know, my mind works at like 110 miles per hour. I'm always thinking of something I got to do, something that needs to be done, something creative I can do, something maybe I could try this. You know, I'm always thinking of something. So, in the song, in the hook, it goes, when they're sleeping, just know that I'll be up. Didn't think it was real, and I was obvious. I told you that was one day that I'll be up. And now their mouth is shut because it's obvious. That's the hook. And the reason why um, I said that, because it started out with me having a insomnia, an insomniatic night, like tonight or this morning. And I'm like, you know, went to sleep late, woke up early. Here we are. But instead of doing a podcast that day, I wrote a song, I wrote Obvious. And then I just started thinking about it, like, you know, because I'm not really with calling people haters, but I do know I have doubters. I have people that doubt that I can rap, doubt that, you know, I'll have a hit, doubt that anything that I do, whatever, you know, but the doubt is fuel for me. That is nothing but 93 unleaded top of the line fuel that you put in my European car parked out front. (laughs) So thank you very much. It keeps me going and it keeps the bills paid. So I appreciate the doubt. You know, so instead of saying I have haters because hate's a harsh word, I don't think I hate anyone. Honestly, I don't. Now, there's some people that I do doubt their um, authenticity, but hate, that's a strong word. But um, and I know, and I know, I know huh, I'm stuttering, so excuse me, but I know, bringing it back to me, I cannot expect to doubt people and not expect people to doubt me, right? So that's what we, that's how I, I choose to you know, address it. So it's not to anyone in particular, but it's to everyone, you know, it's not, you know, like, I feel like I'm better than it's really the start of me chiseling away at this ice block that's around my, um, being my aura, you know, like that wall I kind of built up around me. And I'm like, nah, we can't, you know, we can't, leave this earth, letting people feel like, you know, it's an isolated wall around you. you they can't get through. You're impermeable. I am impermeable. I'm not going to lie and tell you that, oh, just come up to me and we're going to be friends to the end. And especially if you wronged me once, like it's not going to happen. But at the same time, I can let you in, even if on from an, from an impermeable state, I can still let you in through my music. So, um, I look forward to these next couple of songs and sharing them with you. Because um, every song will tell you a little bit more about me, everyone. And I'm proud of that, you know. So, um, and we're going to move away from celebrating 
basic shit. Like, I don't care if you pick a beat that no one likes. I don't care if you write about something that everyone's like, why is she writing about this? Write about it. Pick that beat. You know what I'm saying? Collab with that person that you feel will be a dope collab, will help you further get your message out. Do it. You know what I'm saying? What's stopping us? And that's the, the stance I'm taking for me. So as I'm saying that to you all, that's the stance I've been taking. And with me taking that stance, it feels good. Let me tell you one of the couple of things that's been feeling good to me lately. Saying no. Ugh, that feels so good to say no. Like, nah, I can't do it. Nah, I can't come. Because you know what that's letting me know about myself? That I am prioritizing me over anybody else. I am putting myself on the pedestal over anyone else. So that's a good thing for me right now is to say no. You know, like, nah, I can't do it. No, I won't be coming. Nah, I don't want to try that. You know what I'm saying? Because you're putting yourself first. Another thing that I'm liking is um the challenge. I have not real I did not realize how strong I was mentally, physically, or emotionally until recently where I had to like become vulnerable. When you're exercising, you're in a vulnerable state. Vulnerability at its finest. Boot camp, exercising around other people, sweating like a damn pig in a hundred degree weather. <sighs> vulnerability at its finest. Um being able to like look within with these songs and write about stuff that I'm like, no, I'm not going to write about that. No, I'm not going to tell about my, you know, dad who left us and chose crack over his family. Like, you know, people would be like, cause for the longest as a child and as an adult, I used to hold that against me used to be like, you know, that's why I'm not worthy of, you know, the record deal. Or that's why I'm not worthy of being the cool kids club or being the popular kid or popular person or liked by everyone because my dad was a crackhead because I had, you know, free cheese from the government. And I legit used to be rationalizing and justifying that shit in my head. Nah, B, it ain't where you're from is where you're at. Shout out to Rakim, also born on my birthday. You know what I'm saying? It ain't where you're from is where you're at. Where you start may not be where you finish. And that goes on reverse, too. You could be rich as fuck. You could be starting out with all the benefits in the world of life, you know, the privilege of life. But um, life can hand you one. And then you wake up one morning and you'd be like, yo, this is, how did I end up here? It could be, you could be in your mansion. You still wake up like, how did I end up here? You know, so it's, it's, life is tricky. It's complicated. And at the same time, um, it can be interesting. So I say live it to the fullest and challenge ourselves versus just being safe and playing it safe. Playing it safe is celebrating mediocrity, becoming a yes man, becoming um, a part of the get along gang, go along, get along. I don't want no problems. I don't want to ruffle feathers. That's just going to um, live a boring life. And then who, who tells you? You never hear stories about, oh, here lies Fred. He lived a very boring life. Very mediocre man with nothing that really stood out. Very mundane. But we're going to highlight him today. You've never heard that. You hear, here is Fred. He skydived off of the highest mountain in Fiji. And, you know, it'll be something attached to it that will be making it great. You know, or he lived to be 103 because he ate an all-vegan diet and exercised every day. Like, something that will stick out versus playing it safe you know so that's what I say to you all don't play it safe you know don't celebrate mediocre shit 
you know. And as I say that to you all, I'm saying that to myself. I too will not celebrate mediocre shit. I too would um, challenge myself to go further. And you know what? Growing will make other people uncomfortable because what happens when your feet grow, when when your kid's foot grow, the shoe doesn't fit. They're like, Mom, I told her I need a bigger shoe, right? So instead of saying, you know what, I'm going to cut out the hole and let him stick his toe through there, I'm going to make space for growth and make space for a bigger shoe, for a bigger foot to accommodate in a bigger shoe, right? So with growing and when you find your growth and find yourself, it's going to make other people uncomfortable, but that's okay. Keep growing. The space will widen out and make way for you. And that's all that matters. Don't worry about what they're thinking about, what they suggest, or, oh, you're, you need to humble yourself. Fuck that humble shit, man. We only live once and at the way at the rate life is right now, we got to do it big. You know what I'm saying? So no more celebrating the basic safe bullshit. And, um, we got to be up. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to be up physically, mentally, spiritually, financially. I'm going to be up. You know what I'm saying? And the doubters, their mouth will be shut because it's obvious. So anyway, I'm not going to keep y'all long. But before I go, you already know how I like to do it, right? You already know my thing. If you like it, tell a friend. So if you was like, yo, clean, woke up early as fuck to ramble about some, you know, mediocre basic shit. Hit me up and tell me that. I'm okay with it. You already know how I do. And I love when y'all hit me up. I love the fact that y'all hit me up like, bitch, where you at? We ain't seen no episode. I like that too. Let me know that y'all look for me. And y'all love me. And I appreciate that. So um, you already know my motto. If you like it, tell a friend. If you don't like it, still tell a friend because it's not going to hurt me either way. Ow. So, and the same thing applies to my song here. It's on Spotify, iTunes, Apple Music, um, Tidal, Deezer, iHeartRadio. iHeart gave me a radio station, Gongly Radio. And check it out because they legit got like all of my songs in there. You know what I'm saying? Pandora. Shout out to Pandora. Just got up on Pandora. Let me tell you, years, 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 years. I just had the, um, oh, shout out to my um other album, All Fruits Ripe. We're celebrating the eight-year anniversary of All Fruits Ripe from eight years ago. So it's been about eight years that I've been trying to get music on Pandora like through Doe Records, through my record label, negotiating, hitting them up, business proposals, emails, follow-ups, nothing. The curating team always be like, we don't think that you fit the bill. But not today. So thank you to Pandora. Shout out, not only did they give me a station um, on Pandora, they got my music up there, my legit music up there. And thank you also for reaching out in a timely manner so we can clean up some of that other stuff for the artist page. Definitely do appreciate you, Pandora. So, yes, guys, go up there. The new single is called Obvious, okay? Obvious. And um, we got some more stuff coming for that. So, you know, like I always tell you, stay tuned. I'm not even going to lie. Because I'm going to be busy in the next couple of weeks, I'm going to try my best and hit you with some episodes. But even if you don't hear from me next week, stay positive, stay safe, keep yourself and your family healthy, wear your mask. I don't care if you're vaccinated or not. Wear your mask, wear your gloves. On top of it, we have climate change, all type of shit going on. So anything can happen. So just stay safe. Love on yourself. Love on each other. Love you because you can't love me if you don't love you. I always tell y'all that. And once again, y'all, if you like it, tell a friend. If you don't like it, tell a friend. Until next time, she can talk. Peace. Beginnings early out in the Bronx. I knew it'd be a fight just to get what I want. I done that 
continue Close to the equator Feeling like I do Vibing to my culture Others live in trife But demand all that glory Flashes of their lives All up in their IG story yeah. When they sleeping Just know that I'll be up Didn't think it was real Now it's I'll be up I told you doubters one day That I'll be up And now they mouth is shut Cause it's I'll be up When they sleeping Just know that I'll be up Didn't think it was real Now it's I'll be up I told you doubters one day now they mouth is shut, cause it's obvious The gloves is off and I only live once Could never take a loss when I started this for fun Knock down nine, back up on ten Soak in the tub in the morning back again Feel the pressures of my family, where we gotta eat Feel the pressures of my fancy, so I keep it street I play with many styles, so just know they on me They play with many lives, selling all false dreams I forge many roads from NY to Paris Didn't think it was real, now it's obvious I told you doubters one day that I'll be up And now your mouth is shut because it's obvious When they sleeping just know that I'll be up Didn't think it was real, now it's obvious I told you doubters one day that I'll be up Now your mouth is shut cause it's obvious When they sleeping just know that I'll be up Didn't think it was real, now it's obvious I told you doubters one day that I'll be up when they sleepin', just know that I'll be up. They didn't think it was real, now it's obvious. I told you that it's one day that I'll be up. And now your mouth is shut, cause it's obvious. I'll be up. Obvious. I'll be up.